Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Good morning, everyone. It is time for another Marketing Monday. Um, So I'm super happy to have you here with me. I'm super happy to be able to start another week. And uh, today we're going to go, I'm using Marketing Monday as an opportunity to kind of dig into a pet peeve that I've been noticing lately. So Hopefully, uh, in addition to this little bit of a marketing rant, you will also walk away with some actionable tips, which I will be giving you at the end in terms of what you can do instead, instead of turning your social media posts into traps, which is the pattern that I'm noticing lately. So before we dig into that, I wanted to give you, you know, I love to give you something to think about, something, you know, kind of off topic a little bit, but just to kind of move the entrepreneurial juices on a Monday. And I wanted to ask you, when do you feel most successful? And, you know, for some of us, it might be when we help a client have a serious breakthrough. For some of us, it might be having opportunities to engage with the audience kind of like this. For me, I know I love doing the interviews and the the workshops and the and, and speaking engagements and things because I feel like I have a really big impact. So I feel most successful when I have that when I have those types of opportunities. So whether you choose to answer in the comments or not, uh, go ahead and give us some thought and see if you can spend more of your time in that time and space where you are feeling most successful. If you are watching this live, please go ahead and drop me a hashtag live and a happy Monday or a good morning to let me know that you're here and I'm not just rattling around here in here by myself. And if you are watching the replay, please go ahead and give me a hashtag replay. And then just remember, think about it. When do you feel most successful? And then the secondary question is kind of how can you spend more time in that type of space? physical or metaphorical space. So yes, Marketing Monday, we're going to talk about not turning your social media posts into traps. And I am so tired of of seeing this type of marketing behavior. Um, You know, and it's most prevalent um, in Facebook groups, but I am seeing it trickle over into LinkedIn. Actually, I've seen some of the tactics I'll be talking about today. I've seen them on LinkedIn and it's really irritating. So What happened, I think, is that somebody, sorry, I want to lower this a little bit, my head. Um, Somebody took organic marketing and boiled it down into four spammy steps. So organic marketing is supposed to be a business development process. It's supposed to be a bit intuitive, um, I think, but it, it leans into relationship building, so business development. But somebody out there at some point was like, hey, so instead of this, you know, relationship empathy based thing, I'm going to teach people these four super spammy steps to getting, you know, engagement and talking to more people and whatever. So 
Step one, go post on LinkedIn or in a Facebook group with some really vague question that a whole bunch of people are gonna engage on. Uh, step two, send everyone who likes and or comments that post uh, a friend request or a connection request if you're on LinkedIn. Uh, step three, slide into their DMs for no apparent reason. And no, of course not. You don't need to check their profile to see what they're up to. Just go right into the DMs. No need to do your homework, right? And then step four, uh, after the perfunctory, how are you doing? Go ahead and ask them some deeply serious questions, some deeply personal questions about their business, even though they have no reason to trust you. Hmm. So sometimes it's three steps if I'm already connected with somebody, right? If I'm already connected with somebody, then they will skip the step where they send me a friend request or a connection request, and they will go right into the DMs and then start asking me these deeply personal questions, even though I have no reason to trust them, and they're assuming that I need their help. They are assuming that I need their help. Um, I've had people ask me um, in my DMs, I've had people ask me how much I'm paying my virtual assistant. First, they ask me if I have a virtual assistant. I say yes. And then they ask me how much I'm paying. How much am I paying that person per hour? And I said, um, well, I don't really feel comfortable sharing that with you. And like, okay, well, how much are you spending monthly? Same question. Still don't feel comfortable telling you that I don't know you. Right. And then, of course, they wouldn't necessarily know that, you know, beyond the business relationship, I value my virtual assistant, Sylvia, so very much that I could not imagine replacing her with stranger danger from my DMs. So. <sighs> but yes, and I also had somebody ask me where I was struggling most in my marriage. So this was a, a relationship coach. Uh, asked me where I was struggling in my marriage. And I said that I wasn't really comfortable discussing that. Um, and then asked me, oh, so are you prioritizing your business right now then? And I was like, no, I don't feel like I have to prioritize my relationship over my business or my business over my relationship. But thank you for insulting me just because I was not willing to share my biggest relationship struggles in my marriage with a complete stranger. These are bad moves, people. These are very bad moves. Yes, yes, it, it gets pretty bad. Um, I've also been, uh, somebody's been messaging me lately. I joined their Facebook group and they said they wanted to get on the phone with me. And I said, why? And they said, oh, well, you know, we just want to talk to you about your business and blah, blah, blah. And then we can give you some recommendations to help you scale, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, how do you know that I need your help? You have given, like, we haven't had any type of conversation for me to tell you what my business is about, where I'm at with my business, even like the surface level stuff that I would feel comfortable sharing with you. How do you know I need your help? You don't. So those types of things get on my nerves um, because uh, a lot of times those posts can be just, you know, copy paste messages and it's not very authentic at all. So yeah, it was completely inappropriate. People don't have boundaries um, and it's horrible. And let's go through some trap examples. You guys are gonna love this. I took some screenshots. So in terms of asking these like super open-ended questions in groups, and Michelle, I saw you said that you do it for fun. So, you know, and sometimes I like to ask fun questions like that too um, on my social media. But these ones, especially in Facebook groups that are targeted towards, you know, my target audience, coaches, consultants, uh, you know, service providers and things like, 
they're obviously traps. Now, I will still choose to engage on them for one reason, because it gives me an opportunity to talk more about what I do. But a lot of people comment on them and then they go through the four spammy steps. The person who originally posted it goes through the four spammy steps. So let's take a look at some of the examples I have for you today. Let's see. What an awesome group. Who here is a new coach less than six months? Why did you decide to be a coach? Really? So I'm going to assume that the original poster um, is one of two things. So maybe they are a coach who coaches coaches and they're looking for new coaches who have decided, "Woo! I've got my passion. I'm going to live my best life and I'm going to make money helping people doing this thing that I love. Right. So that's what they've decided is that that they're a coach who coaches coaches, new coaches who need help getting like probably their business systems in order. So that's one possibility. Another possibility is they may have their own Facebook group for new coaches. So what they're going to do is they're going to friend request that person. They're going to message that person. And then they're going to send them an invite to the group. Wonderful. So again, it's kind of a trap post because the idea is not to engage with people and learn more about them and make actual real connections. It's about getting them to like or comment or react to show a sign of interest so you can then run them through the four spammy steps that have you know become bad organic marketing. Next example. What do you think is the biggest reason you can't 10x your clients? 10 times your clients, right? Maybe someone will help. <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna assume that this person is either some type of marketing consultant or sales consultant, probably. And it's like, what do you think is the biggest reason you can't 10X your clients? Like talk about like, like first of all, I wouldn't even want to 10X my clients right now. I don't have the infrastructure for that. So that's like my first sign. Like that's a dumb question, but it's an open-ended question. And the biggest problem with this spam stuff is that it works. People do comment, people respond, except people like me, unless they've got alternative, um, they got <laughs> ulterior motives. So like me, I like to go and talk to people and actually develop those relationships. But I'll talk to you about that at the end in terms of how I do that. Um, and then I've got one more trap example for you. And this one, uh, need help making sales? Drop your website. Okay. Well, for a lot of people, they can actually make sales without a website, first of all. So I'm not really sure what type of consultant this person is. Now, do I think having a website is important? Absolutely. But I'm curious, like, why do I need to drop my website if I'm having trouble making sales? Um, because usually website kind of falls more into the marketing sphere of things, unless this person was targeting a B2C audience and that person was struggling to convert. So I suppose they could also be some type of e-commerce consultant, e-commerce business consultant. So they would then help people who typically make sales on their website using Shopify or WooCommerce or one of those other types of plugins to build out the site and have their products listed. They may be an e-commerce business consultant. So people will be dropping their websites and stuff, which actually just makes the most sense because then they drop their website and that person could then go onto the website, see what they would change and then be able to weave that into their messaging. But again, my biggest problem here is how do I know that you're qualified to help me with sales? So again, I mean, I didn't drop my website. So, <sighs> okay. And then I've actually got a couple other tactics that need to stop. Um, and I've seen this in Facebook and I've seen it on LinkedIn. And so one of the ones that gets on my nerves the most, one of the ones that gets on my nerves the most is this nonsense here where you've liked 
someone's post and then they go into their own comments and say, hey, so what about, hey, Ruthie, at Ruthie, what about this post did you like? <sighs> the fact that I'm never gonna comment on another one of your posts ever again. That's the part that I liked because now you've called me out in the comments. You should have been happy with my reaction, first of all. Second of all, if I wanted to comment, I would have commented. But this is starting to happen more, and I'm seeing it from more people, where they will actually tag people in their own comments when they've only reacted. So calling people out, especially on LinkedIn, when they've reacted but don't comment, that's a no-no. Because I'm just like, okay, not commenting on your stuff again. And then as like kind of a, a, a pivot on that one, a dovetail off of that one, um, sliding into people's DMs just because they've engaged with you, first of all, and, and with a copy-paste message. Thank you so much for liking my post. How are you? What? Or thank you so much for liking my post. How's business doing for you right now? You know, I'm a branding expert. How, how do you feel about your brand? I'm never liking another one of your posts ever again. Like, I'm not doing it. Uh, because if I wanted to be called out, like I would have probably messaged you, but it's not that you can't message people at all. And so I don't want, yes, yes, Sylvia, Sylvia wants to know people do that. Yes, they do. They do it. And it's so annoying, uh, because there are better ways to go about this. And so that is one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. And I forgot to create the little message thing. Do the do, 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 do. Let's see. Boom, boom, boom. All right, there we go. So I've got two things for you to do instead of all this spammy nonsense. I'm not saying you can't post the questions. I'm not. Because they work. The questions work. It's what everyone does after that that is annoying, especially to a marketing professional like myself, especially to an entrepreneur who's got some years of experience because they also have some, you know, probably some marketing and stuff, you know, knowledge going on because they're an entrepreneur. Anybody who's been doing this for even a little while can spot these types of traps. So how you engage after they've actually been like, okay, this is probably a trap. I'm going to go ahead and engage anyway, though. The one of the things that you can do have a real conversation with this person wherever they've engaged with you. Do not immediately slide into their DMs. Uh, you know, so I had a really good post takeoff in a group and I asked people, hey, so uh, it was a, a, a black business woman group. And I asked them who in there was a, a coach or a consultant. And I asked them what their specialty was. And so that seems like a really open-ended like type of post. And it's almost, it sounds exactly like one of the posts that I just put up. And it's not even that those posts, those examples were inherently bad, but they are a sign, right? As a marketing person, I'm making those assumptions that they're going to run me through the four spammy steps. So if you're not going to, and you want to do this instead, what you need to do is actually engage with them in the comments where they are. So for a lot of the people they posted, oh, like I'm, you know, I'm a business strategist. I am a business plan consultant. I help people create their business plans. And so I would ask them, okay, so who's your ideal audience? I know you said small business plans. Um, is there a particular industry that you work in? And then they'll tell me like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, so who's your ideal client? Like what's their headspace? Like, so I'm going back and forth with these people in the comments, asking them real questions and giving real feedback based on what they've said. And if they were a good fit, like if I felt like, hey, we got some energy going here, maybe I should connect with this person, then I would send them the connection request or I'd send them the friend request because we've kind of had some back and forth going on. I also take a look at their profile 
before I do that. Because if their profile is on 100% lockdown, the likelihood of them accepting my connection request or friend request is low. So avoid looking like a spammer. I just don't send it. And I send it to people who seem to be open to networking. So there's a lot of different things that you can check to make sure that you come across as genuine and authentic. Um, so the second thing, after you've engaged with them, right? Let's say they only liked, let's say they just liked your post. Let's say they didn't comment, but let's say they liked. That doesn't mean you can't go scope them out. All right. Because that is an indication of interest. That part is not wrong, but going into their DMS and being like, Hey, thanks so much for liking my post. Like that just turns your post into a trap. Now I don't want to use it. I don't want to comment anymore. Instead, go to their profile. If you're on LinkedIn, this should be pretty easy. If you're on Facebook, it could be easy. If they have public posts, go and engage on that content. Go and engage on that content and see if you can get a conversation going there. It's about starting genuine conversations. That's what these posts are for. These types of posts here, these like this, these are meant to start conversations, but that is not how people are using them. The vast majority of the time, it is just a nice little slide into the four steps of spammy organic marketing. And that's, we have to stop doing that. Well, not me. I, I don't do that. But everybody else needs to stop doing it because it gets on my nerves and it makes me afraid. Well, not afraid, but I am hesitant to engage because people jump right into the DMs. Like somebody asks, hey, bro, toddlers, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm like, yes, I've got so many toddlers. They drink all my tea and they eat my food and they steal my snacks. And, you know, they always come in at the wrong time and they want to be on the camera too. I have toddlers too. And so I commented on somebody's post because I was like, woo, yeah, toddler mom. And then she gets into my DMs and is like, hey, so I'm actually a parenting coach and blah, 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 blah. I was like, hey, just because my kid, you know, because my, I can't get my kid to pick up my toys doesn't mean I'm ready to hire a parenting coach. I'm not at that mind space yet, but by immediately shoving your virtual business card in my face, you've turned me off immediately now. Like instead of us getting into the DMs and reminiscing about toddlers drinking all of our teas and, and eating up the ice cream whenever we want to have ice cream before they go to bed and stuff like that, which would have been fantastic. We totally could have done that. Um, you immediately were just like, I'm a parenting coach and you've obviously got problems. Don't do that. If you're a website designer, hey, I took a look at your website and it looks pretty bad. Here's my business card, right? Like your virtual business card. That's what you're doing when you're sliding into these DMs and people don't like it. It leaves bad taste in people's mouths. Um, not to mention it, it's an excessive use of time in a very low quality way, right? So that's pretty much my rant, if I'm being honest. That's pretty much my rant. Um, I'm not saying not to do those open-ended questions. That's not the problem. What happens after those open-ended questions, that's the problem. Don't just slide into people's DMs. Don't send them random friend and connection requests when they don't look like they're open to connecting. Have real conversations. Be willing to invest some time. People don't like to feel like they're just another number, like they just don't matter. And this type of bad organic marketing is what happens. So that is it for today in terms of market. Yes. Oh, Michelle. Michelle said it. Website professionals are relentless. Yes, they are. Yes, they are.
um, because there are so many of them and that's not in and of itself a problem, but yes, they, they can be pretty serious. And Sylvia noted, there's a fine line between helping and offending. Yes, there is. And you need to know your audience, which is why it's better to start out with some conversation and kind of test the waters than it is to just immediately jump in and be like, Hey, so your website's not optimized and, uh, it kind of doesn't look that great. You want my help? No, no, I don't. I don't. Um, but again, like when, when you're coming into people's DMs and you're asking these types of questions, make sure there's a reason for them to trust you first. There should be a reason for you to trust them first. That's why you have to get into the groups and give instead of just taking. You can't just drop into these Facebook groups or drop on LinkedIn and just only post your own stuff and never comment on anybody else's stuff. The actual engagement on other people's content can go really far in terms of how you develop your audience and how you grow and how they view you. So, okay. So yes, that is what I have for you today. That is the end of Marketing Monday. And I hope that this gave you something to think about. Please ask me any questions in the comments. You can send me a DM if you got some other questions, but I'm more than happy to help you out. And thanks again for being with me this morning. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.